Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey there, it's producer Al John of the Dining at Disney podcast. Welcome to yet another edition of the show. For today, we're going to go back in time to check out a show where we interview Dustin Checkets of mousedining.com, one of our favorite dining hacks in order to get your reservation squared away very easily. So let's sit back and relax. This is Kat, myself, and Kristen interviewing Dustin Checkets of mousedining.com, where he makes booking dining reservations super easy. Check it out right here on this episode of the Dining at Disney podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Kat from Dining at Disney, and I'm here with Kristen. Kristen, tell us about some travel deals. Well, for those of you that are Disney Plus subscribers and are, uh, you're already moving past since fall just started, and you're already thinking about winter, for those of you thinking about the holiday season, you can save up to 20% on select rooms at select Disney Resort hotels this holiday season. And that's going to be for most nights, December 11th through December 25th. And you must be a Disney Plus subscriber. If you try to fake it, Disney knows and they cancel out the reservation. So Disney knows. They're they, Disney they all knowing. Knows. Yes. They know these they things. Know. Well, how can people contact you to book these incredible vacations? They can contact me at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. Wonderful. The all-knowing <laughs> Disney. This episode is uh, is brought to you by our good friends at Shure Microphones. We use the Shure MV7 podcast microphone bundle. And thank you to Shure for sponsoring this episode. The SM7B mic is an awesome broadcast microphone I used for many years. And the MV7, which we're using on the show, is a dynamic mic for both USB and XLR outputs for use with computers and personal interfaces alike. Connect via USB very easy, like I do at work. Or you can also hook up with the XLR to your mixer or audio interface. You can get pro sound with a literally just a snap. Using that Chore Plus Motive app, you can make it sound so pro, just like we do here on this show. So check out the website. The show notes will have the link to Shure's website, Shure, S-H-U-R-E.com, and check out that MD7 podcast microphone. Also brought to you by Gator Frameworks and their studio-level gear. So whether you're at home, in your home studio, you're creating podcasts, webcasts, what have you, or you're simply in the office and you want some banging gear, check out their stands, accessories, ring light kits, all kinds of stands for your microphones and AV equipment alike. GatorFrameworks.com. Tell them that the Dining at Disney podcast sent you. From the Gator Framework Studio in Music City, 
It's the Dining at Disney podcast. You know the thing about good food? It brings folks together. All walks of life. You'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! The Dining at Disney podcast with your hosts, Kristen Hetzel, Bubba Alvarez, and Kat Arcori. Welcome to the Dining at Disney podcast. I am Kristen, Disney park enthusiast, foodie, and travel expert. I am producer Al John, and I just run the board here. Disney parks fan as well as a content creator and musician. And I'm Kat, experiential producer, all around nerd and movie, film, TV, pop culture historian. Welcome to the show. And NSYNC fan. NSYNC fan is the number one thing, but usually I don't lead with that. <laughs> so so the NSYNC fan. Uh, uh, so this past week, Chris Kirkpatrick lives in Nashville, apparently, and Ooh. went out with the dancers when they were doing a NSYNC song and got up and did the dance with them. I love it. I'm in. It's amazing. <laughs> yes, please. I was like. He lives like right here, like right down from the street from us. Oh, like yeah. Who knew? <laughs> yeah. Chris, Chris, and everyone else in the world lives here in Nashville now, apparently. That's all right. And how. And how. That's good stuff. Well, if you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you know when we share new content. Kat, we got a big show tonight. So many things are happening. Yes. And what are we talking about, Kat? First, we're going to do a little update on what's going on down, down Florida way. And then we're going to have a really special guest. Yes. Yeah. He's actually peering in awesome. for video. Dustin from the awesome website, Disney. Uh, people can get their Disney reservations for their dining thing at mousedining.com. So we're going to talk to Dustin from Mouse Dining in just a momentito. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't know this was a thing, now you will. Oh, it's a thing. All right. I hear it's huge. You can hear all about <laughs> yes. it. But before that. Okay, news. We got we got ugh. some less than fun news for those of you. Um, if you are down in Orlando right now. Then you know what's up. You know what's going on. If you're about to leave to go to Orlando, then you know what's going on too. You, you hope you would. You would hope so. If you don't. They are expecting Hurricane Ian to near historical Category 5 status, which Yikes. is not good, not good. Um, and this has caused closures. Yes. And we've got them right here just yes. for you because I think when you log on to the, the app as well as the website, mm-hmm, there is mm-hmm. a huge warning that there are park closures. So um, I know, Kristen, you've yeah. got the details here. So... Over at Walt Disney World, they have temporarily closed the theme parks as of today, which is Wednesday, September 28th, and it will be closed Thursday, September 29th. So that, of course, includes Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Typhoon Lagoon, uh, Blizzard Beach is already closed because it's that time of year, Uh, Winter Winter Summerland, Mini Golf, as well as Fantasia Gardens uh, is also closed. Now, this could be extended through September 30th. It is unknown at this time. Um, if you are checking in, you had to have checked in by earlier today. Um, otherwise, 
you're going to have to wait. Uh, some resorts are even closed due to this, and that includes Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campgrounds, the uh, Copper Creek Cabins at Disney's Wilderness Lodge, Tree House Villas at Disney Saratoga Springs Resort and Spa, and the bungalows over at Disney's Polynesian Village. So they are temporarily closed, and those are due to the weather through uh, Friday, September 30th. So hopefully if you are going and you are staying at one of those resorts, it's not until October 1st. Mm. That's the unfortunate bit. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. People have already reported tons of power outages um, in that area. And once again, if you're in that affected area, um, obviously we wish you all the best. Please be safe. Eat all the warnings, everything like that. Um, and if you just need some company, thank you for firing up the uh, Dining at Disney podcast to kind of keep you company during during this time because uh, it's it's just crazy. But it is that time of year, and I think all the Floridians are you know expecting this type of weather to happen. But Category Five, that's no joke. No, you know, we were down there when they were calling for uh, Irma. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and we we cut our trip short because of Irma and it took 24 hours for us to drive back home because there's so many people leaving the state. Oh, it was a mass exodus. It was, I mean, you were, you were, you could walk faster than you were moving in your car. I wasn't going to walk with all of our stuff though. That was going to happen. I mean, and it was just like that all the way through past Ocala. It was just, it was, yeah, not fun. Even all the way up to Atlanta. Yikes. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. But anyway, um, we wish you all the best. Please be safe. And thanks again for listening. But now we have our second part of the show. Yes, the fun part of our show. The fun part. It is the fun part because we have Dustin here of the website. Now, this is news to us because I, I hadn't heard about this site, mousedining.com. But you got you, you heard about it and you were like, ooh, let's have Dustin on the show. Awesome. So let's welcome to the show, Dustin. Hello. 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 Welcome. Welcome. Great. Thanks for having me. Yes. Okay. So Dustin, tell us a little bit about your love of Disney to start because you have to have, you have to love Disney in order to create something like. Yes. Um, So, I I mean, I could, I could go on forever, but uh, I'll, I'll try and keep it short. The uh, I grew up in uh, on, in the West Coast, and so Disneyland was my first home. And uh, we we traveled there and uh, and made the frequent, probably not quite annual, maybe biannual trips uh, every other year. And uh, I I was more in love with the animation and the film, and so I would. I mean, I grew up in that golden era of Aladdin, Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, you know, and, and then just on and on and on, uh, you know, big hit after big hit. And so I fell in love with those and I would just watch those over and over again. So when I was young, my dream was actually to go work for Disney as an animator. So um, I'm kind of an artist at my core. Um, I, I don't really exercise that skill these days as much as I would like, but uh, my love for Disney goes, goes that far back. And uh since I've moved, uh, I'm in Georgia now and uh, have the opportunity to travel to Walt Disney World many times a year. And so Walt Disney World has become my new home. Um, but we we frequent and make it back to California every three or four years or so. Nice. So, yeah. So what made you decide to 
that you wanted to to create a product that makes getting reservations easier for people? What made you decide like, hey, this is what I want to do. And this is this is needed. It, it was actually um, uh, a need of ours. So um, shortly after moving to Georgia, um, I was working with my brother and he's uh, he's built a few companies in his career and uh, and I was helping him run and prepare to sell one of those. And part of that business that he had created is it was kind of like a tech incubator. So we would kind of come up with ideas internally. And as time and resources permitted, we would kind of work on some different projects and, and try and spin some new things up. Um, well, one of these, both of our families uh, enjoy traveling to Disney. And so one of these trips, uh, we were getting together and we were trying to do a, a fairly big trip um, and do all the Star Wars stuff. That's when they used to do the Star Wars weekends in May. And so we were going and and my, my wife and my sister-in-law were planning uh, this big trip and they were trying to get dining reservations and it was just a nightmare. They would tell us stories of waiting on hold for hours and going to the website, stuff wasn't available. And uh, my brother and I came home from work one time and our wives were at the kitchen table and they were explaining this to us. And my brother's the developer. I'm more like a an operations marketing guy. And, uh, and anyway, he's just like, isn't there a better way to do this? Like, hasn't somebody like figured out how to do this better? And, uh, and so he had my wife walk him through exactly like what they were doing and where they would go and what kind of errors they would get when they uh, weren't any, when there weren't any dining reservations available. And um, I remember it. Some people remember it differently, but I remember it maybe an hour later, he had a prototype working at the kitchen table where he's like, okay, I've got it so that, uh, you know, we're watching for Cinderella's Royal table. And uh, I think it was Hollywood and Vine with the, with the Star Wars theme and everything. And, uh, and he had a prototype working and he's like, I, I think everything's going to work, but this should send you uh, an email or something. And my wife was like, well, like, could I just like get a text message instead? He's like, yeah, I can make it do that. No problem. Wow. So, um, he set it all up and we did a few tests and we're like, yeah, we, it, I think it should work. But, uh, and so he set it to go to my, both my wife and my sister-in-law's phones. And I kid you not that night, I think my wife woke up at like one or 2 AM in the morning with a text message and she was like, Oh, I'm going to hurry and go to Disney and see if I can get it. And she got it. So, um, the rest is kind of history. So it was really something born out of necessity, but also born out of frustration, which yeah. a lot of our users experience as well. So, um, we're, to be honest, we use that privately for about a year, um, amongst ourselves and some family and friends before our, the business had enough resources to kind of get get it going and make a more public professional customer facing version of it yeah Uh, it launched in uh i want to say late 2014 and uh it was 100 percent free to use at the time and because we had no idea what it you know if it was going to be successful or not so it launched as free and a year later i'm i'm getting a thousand dollar a month cell phone bills and for texting and oh what it was so um Anyway, at that point, we I had to decide to charge for it because I'm, I'm not a charity and I can't uh, just continue to, um, you know, go underwater providing the service for everyone. But today it, it kind of operates uh, like a nonprofit where what it makes, we kind of try and put back into the business. And, and that's, I think, how we reached out and found you guys. So awesome. Yeah, I can imagine back at that time how expensive that would get because there were no unlimited text plans. 
That's yeah. And, well, and we used, uh, I want to say it was Twilio at the time and yeah. it's only gotten more expensive, honestly, since. So, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how much technology has changed in both cost and operations and, and just getting the word out, but, uh, you stuck to it and kudos yeah. to you and your brother for doing it and your family, because, uh, I think that's one of the most frustrating things that we all experience. And I know Kat, there's frustration all over when it comes to booking dining reservations at the parks. Definitely. Definitely. It's gotten so much harder and, you know, you have to get up at 4am or whatever, if you want to get a reservation and it's just a lot of people, especially the ones that have kids don't have time to do that kind of stuff. So no, your service is great and it's, it's a super huge help and I'm sure people really appreciate what you do and what you offer. Yeah. Thank you. And, and I'll admit it's not, it's not the best or perfect solution. Um, I will always um, tell people like, if you have time to sit in front of your computer and refresh the, the page at Disney, that is the best way to get your dining reservations. If you can afford to do that, um, you will beat our service. You will beat any competing service. Um, but when you don't have time for that, that's when that's when a service like mouse setting comes in handy. Well, and you could be sitting there refreshing for five, six hours and still never get anything. Yeah. Somebody to cancel something that you're looking for. Yeah, See, Kat, we're going to need to try this for to Topolinos. Uh, yeah. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Especially I know my since mom used so many. it for Space 220. There you go. Yeah. See, already a happy customer. I love it. Mm -hmm. Great. I love it. So having done that, having done that, the, the website is mousedining.com. If you're streaming this, we will have the link in our show notes and upcoming promotions to go along with that in the near future for dining at Disney. But why didn't you talk a little bit about how this works for our sure. listeners out there. So um, uh, again, I'll just to recap the best way to get dining reservations is to go directly to Disney. That's the source. Um, and that's, that's where we get our data from. Um, and we get it just like you. So we have to go request it from Disney, check and see if it's available. And they'll send us the same kind of response back that you'd get on your webpage. So uh, all we're, all we've done is automated that, <clears throat> excuse me, all we've done is automated that. Um, and, uh, and we have a kind of a smart algorithm that, uh, uh, intelligently goes through and compares, uh, which users of ours and how many user users of ours have alerts for certain dates or restaurants. And we'll check for those more frequently if they're really popular, but if they're less popular, you're more likely to get those on your own anyway. So we don't check as frequently for those. Um, but uh, you can register for a free account at mousedining.com. It's 100% free to use. And with that free registration, you'll get six alerts uh, that you can set up with unlimited notifications. And what I mean by that, I always have to specify, but the alerts are kind of like an alarm, like a, an alarm clock and say, hey, alert me when this thing happens. And so you say, hey, alert me when Be Our Guest has a lunch availability on this date at this time. And so you can have up to six of those active simultaneously. And then once you've uh, found that reservation, or maybe you no longer want that reservation, you can create another. So really with six simultaneous alerts, you kind of get unlimited uh, a number of alerts you can get, you can, but you can only just have six at a time active. Um, and then the notifications we send you are via email on that free account. So um, you'll get those via email. And the best advice I can give you there is just, Make sure that your cell phone or your email client on your computer uses push email um, instead of fetch email um, so that those are delivered much more timely to your inbox. 
Um, and, uh, yeah, so that, that's the free version and, and everybody again, welcome to do that. No charge whatsoever. However, if you choose to upgrade, I like to call these conveniences. And, uh, if you choose to upgrade, you can, uh, add a phone number, uh, up to actually three phone numbers that you can get text alerts to, or text notifications to, if you prefer that notification method, um, you get up to 50 simultaneous alerts. Um, we support also most international phone numbers and uh, you can add notes to your alert. So if you're, uh, if you're planning for a big group or if you're a travel agent or an agency, you can leave notes and say, you know, this is for the Checkets family or this is for the Smith family. Um, oh, nice. and so there's a few conveniences that make the service a little nicer and easier to use for you, but, and, and also use it in more volume. And, uh, that subscription is uh, $9 a month or $90 annually. So you get 12 months for the price of 10. Wow. Cool. Awesome. I like that. Definitely yeah, we try good and keep it for, simple. Definitely good for locals and pass holders. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Well, that's killer, man. We've got the great thing about it is you break it all down on your website and then you have, uh, you know, sub support as well. So, gosh, can you imagine, you know, tech support uh, for, for a yeah. service like this. I mean, super cool contact information, all that stuff. When you log in, you can create account simply by just going on the page and searching for a restaurant that you want. It's just awesome. I think yeah, some of the most, you. I think some of the most challenging ones and cat, you know, uh, what would be some of the most challenging restaurants for the uninitiated just now listening who stumbled upon this podcast as you're planning your, your Disney trip and, and let me get this right, Dustin, Walt Disney World and Disneyland or just Disney World? Yes, sorry. Yes, 100%. Both parks in the U.S., both Disneyland and uh, Walt Disney World are supported. That's awesome. What would uh, but I'm, I'm glad you asked about the, uh, the, the popularity or, or which ones are, might be the most difficult to get. Yep. Um, so what happens is I, we watch that closely and I, I publish that, some of that information on Reddit, on the Mouse Dining uh, subreddit occasionally. Um, I just posted a list, but I'm going to look at um, real live data right now and kind of lump it all together. But uh, today, the most uh, I, d I dictate the the most difficult being the ones that we have the most activity or most alerts for. And so the number one right now is Ohana out of all the parks. Oh, wow. Out of everything. Ohana. Now, now Space 220 and the Space 220 Lounge have sat up there for a long, long time. But that has been dethroned um, by Ohana, Chef Mickey's, and Topolino's Terrace recently. That's it, man. Topolino's so um, go, just going down the list, Ohana's the top one. Chef Mickey's next most difficult. Topolino's Terrace. Then you get your Space 220. Um, that's the first four. I'll go down 10. Cinderella's Royal Table. Mm -hmm. And then it shifts over to California for the Blue Bayou Restaurant. Um, over to the Space 220 Lounge. Um, Artist Point with Snow White. And Oga's Cantina in Disneyland. Uh -huh. So, um, is that nine character or ten? A lot of character dining. Sci-fi restaurant is the last one. If I need to go ten, or maybe that's eleven. Sci-fi. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. You know, families really. I mean, that that was one of our our show uh, show topics. Dustin is uh, what restaurant is just unique and fun for the family, and and sci-fi is definitely on that list. Yeah, and their seating, uh, one of the things I'd like to do in the future is kind of get an idea of seating capacity and make that available uh, information on our website so that you get an idea of 
why something might be a little bit more difficult to get than another. Yeah. Uh, because just like rides, you hear, I listen to Len Testa and Jim talk, and you know they talk about ride capacity. Well, restaurants are, are, are becoming a, this, a similar thing, is how many re- people can you get through in a restaurant in a day? And you know some of these restaurants that were built and have been on the parks for decades just didn't support the capacity that the parks have today. So oh, yeah. uh, that definitely plays a factor. Especially uh, yeah. ones like uh, the Plaza Restaurant, which is not very big at all. Yeah. You know? And- yeah. Yeah, definitely. Things have changed. And I think the infrastructure, the parks, and, and the, the I guess the advent of new dining experiences at the parks are a direct result of all the people they're trying to shove through the gate. Well, and yeah. I, I think also a little bit of that has to do with the fact that the culinary world has changed from what it was when those parks were built. I mean, you have, cele- you know, these chefs and stuff are now celebrities. They're not just somebody who works in a kitchen. And so people expect more. And there's all these food shows that you can watch. and. Yep. And all of that kind of stuff that it gets people to be more about food and more into food, which is, is great yeah. for many reasons, I, but I, yeah. One, sorry, I, I 100% agree, but I did want to add the other thing that contributes to this is the lack of the um, dining plan coming back. So I'm that's, ready for been, that to that's come been back. a factor we've considered as well. I am so ready for it to come back. <laughs> you and everybody else. Yes. <laughs> That's a great deal. Kat, you had a hot take. I can see the gear spinning. No, you know, I I, I am. uh, We're weird because we have so many dining restrictions. So the things that we do are not the things that typical people would do. I I think we're we're weirdos in my family. So we the things that people are like clamoring for are usually the things that we're not 100 percent clamoring for. Like Chef Mickey's, we're all adults. We don't do character dining. Like there's really no reason for us to do any of that. Um, but I did, my my sister-in-law, my brother, were very interested in um, doing Ohana this trip. So I, I can, it was a difficult process getting that reservation. And I, I understand how uh, this service definitely could be helpful for that. But yeah, I, I was one of those get up at three o'clock in the morning and do the thing and hope for the best and... Thankfully, I got it because I was very determined out of spite. And uh, yeah, I, 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 dining plan, again, that's something that we did it once and it felt like such a waste for us because we tend to eat not at the parks like during the day. We do like the one big dinner and like snack around a little bit, but like quick service meals, not huge on our list of things to do. And mm-hmm. that, I'll tell you the one time. I cat that I feel is like well worth your money to have the dining plan is during things like food and wine festival because those oh, sure. snack credits go so much further. Yeah. When you're getting the small plates of food versus, you know, rice crispy treats. And you know, the, until like they extended the end of that, uh, food and wine to like late early November, we had never been there during food and wine. I had never gone until like two years ago. Oh, wow. Not two years ago. Two years ago was pandemic, but it was like 2019 was the yeah. first year they extended it to like 20 to like the end of November, mid November. And it was the first time I had been able to actually go. Cause normally we go at the end of the year and in the spring. So it was like, Oh, okay. Now we get to do this. And now there's no dining plan. That's, that's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> 
but no, I think it's great if you have kids. I think it's great if you have, if you're on a budget, for sure, for sure. But you know, I'll be there with my banana and my peanut butter gluten free toast. That's the thing that makes it so hard for you too is 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 the way that you can't often swap out. Like you can't yeah. choose between getting an appetizer or getting a dessert. It includes the dessert. And when you're gluten-free, that eliminates an awful lot of desserts for you. Yeah. Nine oh. times out of 10, it's like, would you like the sorbet or the sorbet? Yeah. <laughs> and I never, I never want the sorbet. Let me tell you, never. <laughs> I never want it. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, that's not awesome that you only have one choice, Cat. <laughs> that's not what I'm referring to. But what is awesome <laughs> is that Mouse Dining is there to help you check out mousedining.com. Uh, they're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all your usual suspects. Also, Reddit, as uh, Dustin had alluded to, Pinterest. I mean, they're they're everywhere where you can find that cool stuff. And, of course, we'll have a link in our show notes and an upcoming promotion for cool people that listen and subscribe to this show. And then I think it's time for... Rapid round of questions. The rapid yeah. round. Hey, rapid fire. Dustin, you're in the hot seat for rapid fire. Are you ready for Let's this? Do it. I don't know oh, what yeah. Kristen's going to ask. It's always going to oh, be a surprise. Oh, Kat and I are going to go back and forth between the two of us. Okay. So we are. This is news yes. to me. Okay, hey, great. Favorites. F- favorite things. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'll, I'll start with please. favorite park. Probably Hollywood Studios. All right. Controversial. We like it. Uh, favorite quick service. Um, man. It's been a while since I've been to a quick service, but uh, probably Riverbell Terrace. I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. Favorite snack? Popcorn. I'm a popcorn junkie. Yeah, yeah. Favorite ride? Yeah, it was Splash Mountain, but they've changed it. Um, probably Rise of the Resistance now. Nice. I'm kind of a more experienced guy. I can't do a lot of the thrill, thrill rides, but uh, I like the experience. Favorite character? This one goes back a long way. Uh, Tigger. Nice. Oh, wow. Very. We love very, it. We love well it. Done. Tigger uh, is my favorite. Well done. Favorite animated movie? Oh, man. I talk about this all the time. I'm kind of a movie junkie like yourself. Um is it Disney or Pixar? Does it matter? Oh, one of each. Go ahead. There's no rules here. I I really like uh, Tangled and Moana. Um, and but I've probably seen The Incredibles the most. Let's see. Favorite sit down restaurant? The Blue Bayou, and that's uh that's a sentimental, uh, nostalgic Dang. visit for me because that's where my father was very proud to take us when he would take us to the parks. That's awesome. Aww. Great. I have one real quick. Yeah, do it. Star Wars or Disney or, or Marvel? Star Wars. I'm not that Marvel's bad. I just I'm that old. So <laughs> we're the same age, Dustin. Come on now. Well, well. So so how we do this in my family is we say you know the forty year olds are like Star Wars. The thirty year olds, well, not 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 quite thirty year olds. The twenty five year olds are like Harry Potter, and now like the teens and young 20s are marble i guess so that's that makes between, me feel between my, my nephews and nieces that's kind of how we've broken it up hey at least there's no twilight in that mix no. <laughs> hey. Hey. hey look i watched them all too 
I, I, I ain't hating yeah, on no, it. So did I. I ain't Team Charlie's it. mustache forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, that's good. Do you have any, any last questions? What is your number one tip for using your service? Oh, my cat. Great. That is a good question. And we should have covered this before, but I'm glad you asked. Um, I would say be flexible. Um, What I see on my end is a lot of people, I think, fearing of missing out. And so they're booking things and probably overbooking and overplanning their vacation. But I would say be realistic as well, because um, you're going to be there sometimes. I mean, summer's kind of wrapping up, but it's still pretty warm there. But in the, on a hot day, I doubt you're going to sit down and eat three full meals. So you don't need to have breakfast, lunch, and dinner planned. Pick one of those, maybe two, and and book those. But don't hold on to reservations just in case because that ruins it for a lot of others. Yeah. Um, but but be flexible is still going to be my my top tip because I think a lot of folks plan on uh, you know there's certain times of the day that you eat a meal, but when you're on vacation, just Go with the flow, have a little yeah. fun, be a little flexible um, and don't be so rigid because that flexibility will get you a lot more success than just being really rigid and saying, I have to eat at 6 or 7 p.m. or 5 p.m. But um, what will generally happen is if you find availability, you'll, you'll, you'll get more alerts if you, you know, for those like 8, 9 and 10 p.m. dinners grab those um, by all means grab those and have them just so that you have a reservation where you want to go, even though it's not the best time, but keep your alerts active and keep watching for a better time. Cause you can always drop the one and replace it with the better one. So um, start being flexible and narrow your options as you get closer to your, to your trip. Love it. Yeah. We, even though our kids are almost two and almost three, it's one of those things where it's like, we don't normally eat at 7.45 at night. We don't know how they're going to do eating at 7.45 at night. But they can dine with Donald now. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, we're going to do it because. We have to do in it. The, in, the, in the end, they're going to they're gonna enjoy it. And Definitely. that's what it's about. I will. Absolutely. Dustin, you're the man. Thank, well, thank you so you. much. Thank you. I like being the man. Yeah, man. I love it. MouseDining.com for more details. It's going to be in our show notes, upcoming promotions, great stuff there. And you also have a blog, which is great because uh, people can get uh, information as well and uh, create those alerts. It's free. I encourage everybody to go out there and and try the service out. And uh, I'm sure you'll be hearing more from Dustin and the MouseDining.com in the near future from the podcast. I do have one last question. I'm ready. Favorite pizza place at Disney? Oh, so I have a son. He's five, soon to be six, and he loves, loves pizza. Um, We took him to T-Rex recently and they had a pizza and he didn't, he didn't approve. Um, (laughs) I don't know if he's had, I honestly, I'm leaning on his opinion because he eats a lot more pizza than I do. Yeah. Um, But I don't know that there's a pizza in yeah, you know, actually, no, I'm, I'm going to stop myself. The Disney cruise line pizza. He loves. There you go. Wow. You go on okay. Disney cruise. It's unlimited pizza all yeah. day, every day, whenever you want it. <laughs> that is his jam. Ah, I like 
Do you know what? I did not have pizza I when I was you. on the I can't. Ship. I can't believe you. <laughs> You're such a disappointment. The Disney Cruise Line pizza. There Disney you go. Pizza, <laughs> pizza like and it. chicken tenders. What more okay. did you want? Hey, whatever keeps the kiddos happy at this point. You're on vacation. Yeah. Make we, have a, we have a strange one. She likes mochi. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, she, yeah, well. Look at her look at her parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's honorary Filipino now. So yeah, that's right. Well, she'll like sushi eventually. She'll get there. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and hit that notification button. Those of you uh, who want to support the show, thank you so much. You can do so a couple of different ways. One is we are on Anchor, and there you can support the show for as little as 99 cents a month. Or head over to DiningAndDisney.com and click on the links for Amazon Disney Store and Garden Grocer for all of your Disney World uh, grocery delivery needs. That's what I'm looking (laughs) for. (laughs) Right on. Hey, uh, don't forget you can find producer Al John at Al John Rocks, Al John Go on Instagram, Twitter. It's find me. I talk about music and do an occasional cat post with Disney. And host a bunch of different podcasts that I'm sure you'll hear about in a second. But the most important thing is that you check out our guest, Dustin, and Disney Dining. You gotta love that. Check it out over there at mousedining.com. And uh, it's gonna be in the show notes. The other thing you can check out is subscribe to this show. So thank you so much. Go ahead and do it. We're on every podcast platform, including iHeartRadio and Anchor and Spotify and all that stuff. Leave us those five-star reviews. And you can follow us on all of our social as well. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And for all your booking needs, as we said at the top of the show, check out Kristen. She'll give you that awesome travel advice and book your next dream Disney vacation, as well as Universal and Adventures by Disney and everything else, theme parks and cruises at gmail.com. And once again, the services are free. If you enjoyed this podcast, and we hope you do, check out our friends' podcast, The Disney List. Rock Podcast, WDW Park Hoppers, Disney Parks Podcast, and my little show, Eat the Pictures, is back this week with Spider-Man content galore. There's going to be eight weeks of Spider-Man content taking you through all the way to almost Thanksgiving. By the so, way, by yeah. the way, love the show, Kat. Loved yeah, yeah. it. L- Listen to it this morning on the way to Woo-hoo. work. And I have to say, everybody loves Tobey Maguire and Sam Raimi. The best. The, the best. best. The king of horror can't can't do any better so check out eat the pictures for the next couple weeks if you're a webhead like me don't forget to join our facebook group dining at disney there's so many fun things happening over there and check out our friends the disney dorks and the sorcerer radio fun zone until next time that was Kristen, aljon and dustin from mouse dining and i am cat bon appetit the information and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment and informational purposes. All other trademarks mentioned are the property of their respective owners. 